selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 215 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about college football, which is a surprise to absolutely nobody. We're going to talk about some book recommendations that Melanie has for me to buy for Martha because Melanie and Martha have the exact same taste in books. We're also going to talk about some of our memories from when our kids were younger and there were a lot of toys involved with our Christmases. Now, We don't want to give away any of Santa's secrets while we're talking about that. So if your kids are younger and they're listening with you, you might just want to put on a pair of headphones to listen to that part. Just, you know, for Christmas peace and all. All righty, y'all. As always, we're so glad you're with us and we hope you enjoy episode 215. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. I have a harrowing story. I haven't told you yet. Oh, I cannot wait. I love a harrowing story. (laughs) It's better at Christmas time than a harrowing story. It's called Once Upon a Time. There was a year (laughs) called 2020. That's right. (laughs) The end. Um, (laughs) It's not really harrowing, but I feel like you you will empathize. Okay, so as you know, this year at school, I'm the cruise director. Yes. Um, which is really interesting. In I'm in charge of student activities, but it's really interesting in 2020 when you can't really have a lot of student activities. Yeah. So, so but I'm also doing service stuff and all that, which has been fun, and that part's kept me real busy. But tomorrow at school, um, we are having hot chocolate and donuts for everybody before school starts. Oh, that's fun. So, um, 
so I get to, you know, I get to go pick up donuts in the morning. It's a large donut order. Um, take it all back. We're going to, we're going to have hot chocolate. It's going to be great. And in a sanitary and um, socially distanced yes. environment. Yes. So anyway, so I needed, I started last week looking for coffee urns to make the hot chocolate in so that we can have one person who carefully serves hot chocolate and then hands it off to the kids. So we don't have a bunch of kids, you know, like yeah. putting their hands on the thing, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, all of our coffee urns appear to have gone missing. I don't know who has needed to use the coffee <laughs> urns from school, but we have looked high and low. We have looked in the basketball concession stand. We have looked in the football concession stand. And I finally ran down one today in the cafeteria. And then our lady who's in charge of the cafeteria said, hey, there's one tucked in the corner of the teacher's lounge. Mm. You may want to run in there and grab it. <laughs> so, so I did. But we needed one more because we need to be able to, to move the hot chocolate. You know, we need to have backup urns of hot chocolate so that we can, yeah, we can keep this process moving safely and all that. So I told my principal, I was like, look, I'm just going to buy a coffee urn at Target. Mm-hmm. and we'll keep it in like the administrative little kitchenette and that way we just always know there's one back there yeah so I ordered it from Target and I went to go pick it up and I was also going to get some hot chocolate mix because you have to buy you know, have to buy the big like drums of hot chocolate and so I went and I found hot chocolate at Target picked up a couple of other things that I needed then of course I had to do that obnoxious thing at checkout where like no I have two separate orders yes and, which oh, everybody yeah. loves this time of year <laughs> You know, when you're like, I'm going to need to get this um, countertop spray. That's a separate order. Only thing worse would be if you pulled out your checkbook. Hold on. I'm going to write a check for it. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. That's what it's 319. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, so I get that. uh, Go to my car. I run into somebody I know, you know, it's then I'm like, well, I've now got to go to Walmart, which it's, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, Target and Walmart really are at the top of my list of places I do not want to go this time yeah. of year. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go to Walmart. I need to get cups. I need to get napkins. I've got this whole list of stuff. I need to get table covers and I need to get more hot chocolate. So I go to Walmart. It's packed. They have three buggies, you know, left at the front of the store when I get there. Mm-hmm. And I go, I find all the stuff that I need. Uh, the hot chocolate was on the tip top of the shelf where it says, do not attempt to reach. Yes. But I couldn't find anybody to help me. So I get one down and then the other one comes like, I'm like, oh, it's going to fall on my head, but it just <laughs> fell on the ground. Like it's a whole thing. <laughs> but I finally get out of there. And as I'm walking out of Walmart to my car, I realize I forgot to pick up the coffee pot at Target. Oh no. Oh. I had to go back to Target. Oh, this is, this is the most harrowing story I've heard. Isn't it terrible? And I was like, I have to go back to Target. And, Mm. you know, this time of year, like traffic is really not a thing that is ever a a frustrator for me. Like I just, yeah, it's never really a deal. We kind of live in a circle, you know, I'm not, but there's something about Christmas time. I feels like there's just traffic all the time. And so traffic is bad. And so I go back to Target. And so I did get the the coffee pot, but like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going back before yeah. Christmas. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm not. No, so. There's nothing at this point. I mean, I'm pretty much 
for the last two weeks, like if I can't get it from Amazon, then I don't need it. You know, like if I can't get it delivered to my door, then nobody needs it for Christmas and we're not having that, right. you know, like that's just the way it is. Well, I feel like I have at this point, I mean, I don't know why I would need to go back to either place, mm-hmm. but I'm t- it was, it was, I don't know. It was the most dramatic music played in my head when I realized I had forgotten to pick up the very thing that I had gone there for. But um, anyway, now I hate doing that. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate when I do that. That's the worst feeling. I know. And I knew, I knew when I left the first time I had this nag, like, yeah, I not that necessarily I was forgetting something, but just like there was just this thing in the back of my mind. So I'm glad I remembered at least when I was leaving Walmart and not tonight, like at nine, you know, that, yeah. that would have been bad, but still it was not my it was not not the the number one thing i wanted to do when i left walmart to go back to target but so no, anyway uh-huh. and but but listen i'll say this at both places i saw so many people like with lots of toys in their carts and oh. all that and just uh-huh. you talk about you want to offer somebody just a cold bottle of water <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you just i'm sorry because this is, this thing, this is going to be its own punishment once you get it home. Like it's, yeah. it's going to beep. It's uh-huh. going to, it's going to have parts. You're going to step on things. Hypothetically speaking, you may Christmas Eve think that you might divorce your husband because <laughs> he's sleeping while you're putting together the Polly Pockets mall roller coaster. Not you that know? you know that from experience. Not that I have experienced uh-huh. that, but I remember this is, okay, so this is reality versus Instagram right here. When Perry and I were dating, we loved Rich Mullins music. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a song and it was like Christmas morning. And it was like this whole, it set this whole scene of like, um, there was a line that was like, mom and dad got carried away in the Christmas candlelight and the little kids are getting up. And I remember when we were dating, I would listen to that song and I'd be like, oh my God, like that, <laughs> it's going to be Christmas Eve. It's going to be so romantic. So magical. Uh-huh. And whatever. And I'm going to tell you, it looks a lot like Perry sleeping on the couch while I cuss at him under my breath and put together stuff is what I'm going to say. Most of our Christmases looked like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that if any of you has bought a train. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're just talking about toys in addition to whatever Santa brings. That's right. You're just putting together stuff that before yeah. Santa gets there, because you still have to mom and dad have to put together toys. And it's just, it's just a lot. It's, yeah, it's a it's big a process. Lot. Mm-hmm. There's some meme going around now that I saw recently that it was like that when you realize that the magic of Christmas just really was that you had a mom who loved you so very much. And right. I'm like, that, mm-hmm. that is what makes Christmas magical. Mm-hmm. And that's why once you're the mom, you're like, huh, this isn't as magical as I remember. Rich Mullins didn't get this right really. He did not. Or it was somebody else's life. (laughs) He was also daydreaming like me. He was also thinking, in theory, it'll be so wonderful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is, but there's just, there's some challenges. Yeah, there really is. This episode of the Big Boo Cast is brought to you by New Calm. Stress, sleep, recovery, Whether we're in the gym or at work, these things shape how we perform. I know that all of those have such an impact, especially in 2020. I know I need to get more sleep at night and I definitely need help managing my stress and all the challenges this year has brought. One thing I've added to my daily routine and it's helped make a noticeable difference for me is New Calm. I started off using New Calm twice a day. 
At first, I still needed to take my melatonin at night because I'm always afraid that I'm not gonna sleep because history shows I'm not gonna sleep. But after about the third week, I realized I didn't need my melatonin any longer and I stopped taking it. Now I use New Calm right before I go to bed and it makes me relaxed, it makes me calm and tired and I sleep like a baby. It really does help me relax and sleep better and turn my brain off, which is something that we all desperately need to do sometimes right now. It's imperative to our health and happiness to be able to manage stress and not be managed by it. New Calm gives you the power and control to relax and recharge anywhere, anytime. New Calm is the only stress management system of its kind, clinically proven in over 1 million sessions to help improve your sleep, reduce your stress, and boost your recovery without drugs and side effects. They use cutting-edge neuroscience, and it consists of three non-invasive and non-pharmaceutical items, all of which are included in your monthly subscription that costs less than a daily cup of coffee. The whole process is easy to use and to work into your daily routine to achieve better sleep, a reduction in stress, and a boost in your recovery. Do what I did. Own the day with New Calm. We have a special link set up specifically for our listeners. Go to bigboonewcalm.com and get 50% off your 30-day subscription of New Calm and their money-back guarantee. That's bigboonewcalm.com. bigboonewcalm.com and get 50% off your first 30-day subscription of New Calm along with a money-back guarantee. Thanks, New Calm. Okay, I want to ask you this, because by the time this episode comes out, we'll know who's in the college football playoffs. Listen, you don't want to ask me this, because I'm so mad. I hope the college football, the playoff committee gets it right. I feel like if the Aggies win out, I don't think we'll know by this time, right? It's next week. Oh, yeah, it's next week. Yeah, you're right. Two weeks. So we won't Two weeks. But if the Aggies win out, if we beat Tennessee, at that point, we've had one loss the second week of the season to the number one team in the nation. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're number four. Like we should be in it. I'm like, Ohio State, no offense, but you need to go home. Big 10 didn't even want to play this season. You should not be in it. There ought to be some sort of thing that you don't get to change the rules. It just infuriates me. And then you have people on ESPN talking about, well, maybe Cincinnati ought to be in it. Well, maybe Indiana ought to be in it. And you're like, are you kidding me? Like, we went through the whole SEC West. Like, we should be in it. And then I'm going to tell you that Florida didn't really help our case because that was really our best win. But I do think LSU, number one, came to play, and they had nothing to lose. And, I mean, there was Shoegate, sure. I guess, if that's what we want. As I saw somebody refer to it on Twitter, the cleat yeet. Um, <laughs> what I appreciate is that Dan Mullen tried to come out the next day and make it sound like he, he was just doing a football move and he didn't mean to throw that cleat. And I'm like, dear sir, he picked up that cleat and chunked it. Like, Listen, do not say that that was He picked up a- that shoe like it was me watching Tasha Cobb's Leonard lead us in worship. <laughs> Don't say that it was not intentional because uh-huh. it was very intentional, Dan Mullen. I know what I saw. I mean, but that game was so entertaining. It was funny because I really did, like everybody else, I thought Florida's going to blow them out. And so I was wrapping presents and just kind of flipping back and forth between Netflix. And then all of a sudden I was like, I kept going back and I was like, oh, this is a game. Um, and so then I got totally sucked in and I was so glad I watched it. Well, But I, the playoff thing makes me angry. And here's the deal. I get it. And the Aggies just 
need to do. I didn't think that we would be here at the beginning of the season. So I am grateful for that. But when you want to start talking about putting Iowa state in the playoffs instead of us or USC in the playoffs instead of us, I'm like, no, sir, that that's the most illegitimate thing I've ever heard. Like we're the number five team. So I think what I have to hope for the best case scenario for us would be that Notre Dame beats Clemson again because that would take Clemson out and that would put us in because they're not going to get rid of Ohio state. I don't understand it. I don't think it's fair, but it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Just the way it is. Well, and you know, our game this past weekend, the state Auburn game is going to be my go-to in the future. Should I need an insomnia remedy? Because It it was, it was so, I mean, God, God love them all. It was just, it was not an exciting game. No, we, we could not score touchdowns and they couldn't for the longest. Yeah. And then I'm sad to say that Gus Malzahn became the, I guess the second, no, the third casualty in the SEC this season. Yeah. After, um, well, who's lost their job? Well, um, Will Muschamp. Will Muschamp did lost and Derek job. Mason. Oh, that's Vanderbilt. right. And yeah. so, um, that's a, that's a whole thing, which that's always interesting in in this neck of the woods when uh-huh. you have a coaching change at an Alabama school. So we'll, we'll see. But listen, Gus Malzahn, I'm going to tell you, Auburn has to write him a check. He mm-hmm. and Christy could essentially buy every waffle house in the state if <laughs> they, they wanted could. to. They could. He, he has a good contract and mm-hmm. that's going to be fine, but yeah. But it is, it is a weird, I don't know, you called it after, after we beat Auburn, you said, I think Malzahn's gone. Yeah. And then he wasn't. And then after he beat Mississippi State, I was like, well, maybe because I do kind of look at the market and think who all, I mean, because, you know, the Longhorns, they were going after Urban Meyer. You know, this is speaking of a harrowing tale that okay. has really brought me a little bit of joy. They were going after Urban Meyer that publicly, even though they hadn't gotten rid of Tom Herman, it's just everybody knows they want to. And then Urban Meyer basically said, no, thank you. I'm not returning to coaching. And so they were kind of stuck. And so now they've announced, oh, by the way, Tom Herman will be back for next year, which I know makes all their fans furious. And so I felt like then when Auburn up and fired Malzahn, I felt like all the Longhorns were like, oh, they're so lucky. Why couldn't we have just done that? (laughs) But then it's like, who do you go get? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a weird coaching market, I feel like. And so if if what happens is that Auburn ends up hiring somebody's offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, I can tell you that most of the Auburn fans I know will be ticked because yeah. they're gonna want to they're they're gonna want an established name, but there just yeah. aren't a lot of established names floating around or in situations no. where it looks like they're gonna leave. It kind of feels like the SEC West is shaping up to where like it's a family reunion and Nick Saban is the grandpa and everybody else <laughs> just a host of crazy cousins. You know, it's like just yes. but I listen, I love it. I'm so glad there again I will say that the football happened this year. And, you know, I think A&M should be in the playoffs based on my Instagram. Most people agree with me that A&M should be in the playoffs. I got one go Buckeyes message, but that was it. Um, I'm going to say that I probably, my Instagram following leans heavily Aggie um, or people who don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just saying that's how it feels. But the fact that we're number five, it's like, you can't, it's like, this is a better season than I could have imagined. We have a ton to build on. I'm really excited about next year and all our young players. So I'm going to try to be glass half full, no matter what. I just don't want to play OU in the cotton bowl. That like, to me feels like, like, I don't want to play big 12. I just, 
I want like a fun game. So, okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So we'll know more in, I guess, two weeks. Yes, we will know more in two weeks. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Magic Spoon. I've told y'all that one of my very favorite things my freshman year of college was living in the dorm and realizing the dining hall had a cereal bar. It's basically what I ate to survive that entire year. I ate all manner of cereals morning, noon, and night because cereal is delicious and easy. And this time of year at the holidays when I'm tired of cooking, it's so easy to just say, you know what y'all, we're having cereal for dinner. But the problem is, is all the regular cereals are so full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat and it makes my pants sad. So the older I get, the more I'm trying to cut down on all those things and realize I can't just eat anything anymore, which is the saddest. But it's so important to start your day with a good breakfast and our favorite thing around here is cereal and that's why we love Magic Spoon. We are so into our cereal these days that I just mentioned that I had bought new cereal storage containers just to keep it fresh and ready to eat every day. Here's the great thing about Magic Spoon. It has zero sugars, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. It comes in four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. And so many of you have asked, and now you can finally build your very own custom variety box. This is genius. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry flavors, plus brand new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon, which I cannot wait to try. It actually tastes so good. Honestly, it's too good to be true. It's keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, it's grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Caroline loves the frosted flavor, and my personal favorite is the blueberry, although cinnamon, I think that you could give blueberry a run for its money. You can grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash bigboo and use the code bigboo for free shipping. That's magicspoon.com slash bigboo or use code bigboo for free shipping. Thanks Magic Spoon for sponsoring the Big Boo Cast. Now I asked you, I guess a, a couple of days ago, or maybe it was yesterday, I don't know, it all runs together. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, I know we've talked about this on Patreon. I think we've talked about it on these episodes, on the regular episodes, but that you and Martha Hudson have the same taste in books. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I mean, if Melanie recommends it to me saying, I think this is something Martha would like, I, I just need a specific special button on my Amazon that's like Martha book. And then I just click it and it just ships straight to her. Because uh-huh. I always order them. And so I ask you if you could help me pick out some books for Martha for Christmas. Yes, and you are going to do that at this point in time. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. I am ready okay. with my list. I, I, so, here's here's what, ha- well, first of all, how many books do you have? Um, I think I have, hold on. I made a list. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, okay. nine books. How many of those books take place in World War II? I think at least eight out of nine. <laughs> maybe, maybe seven out of nine, but a, a good, a good bit. Like, in fact, uh, I you to hear some of the descriptions of the different ones, because I really did get so tickled. So the first three that I thought, and I don't know if Martha has read these or not, but these, you know, I really went through a Beatrice Williams phase. Yes. And my three favorites of hers are a hundred summers. Okay. The Golden Hour, 
and along the infinite sea. Now, are these a little racy? I mean, they're not too racy. I don't think they're too racy for Martha. I would okay. give them to my mother-in-law to read. Okay. Yeah, they're not too, some of Beatrice Williams books are a little racy. I felt like these were not as racy as some of the other ones are. Okay, that's great. Um, and yeah, and I really like those three are the best. Now, okay. let's get to my next part of the list, but I'm going to need to read you some descriptions. <laughs> Hold on. Book number one mm -hmm. is called The Women in the Castle. Okay. It is by Jessica Shattuck, I guess is how you say her name. Um, it was an instant New York Times bestseller. Um, it's a masterful epic, which you know, mm -hmm. but this is, I'm going to give you just the beginning. Three women haunted by the past and the secrets they hold set at the end of World War II <laughs> in a crumbling Bavarian castle that once played host to all of German high society a powerful and propulsive story of three widows whose lives and fates become intertwined. I, I, it's like it was written just for you. I mean, that's what I'm saying. An affecting, shocking, and ultimately redemptive novel. I mean, mm. that, listen, so excited about that. So mm -hmm. that is book number one. Okay. Um, After the, so we have three Beatrice Williams. And three then, Beatrice Williams. Okay. And then now these are our individuals. Okay. The next one. Now, I ended up ordering this one for my mother-in-law. Okay. Um, so it is The Secrets We Kept by oh, Laura Prescott. The Secrets um, We Kept in World War II. In World War II. <laughs> okay. This one is at the height of the Cold War arena, a young Russian-American secretary is plucked from the CIA typing pool and given the assignment of a lifetime, her mission to help smuggle, smuggle Dr. Zhivago into the USSR, where it is banned and enable Boris Pasternak's magnum opus to make its way into print around the world. Now that, I will say, interests me. Because okay. you said CIA, which yeah. for me is a a whole specific genre of literature that I enjoy. Yes. The secrets we kept. And mm -hmm. I ordered that one from my mother-in-law because she really likes a mystery thriller, which yes. is what that one is listed as. Okay. That sounds um, great. Okay. The next one is, um, I'm typing this as I go because I need to be able to read the, so the next one is called, um, maybe not as many of them are about World War II, just some of them. Okay. The next one is called, um, next year in Havana. Okay. And this is after the death of her beloved grandmother, a Cuban American woman travels to Havana where she discovers the roots of her identity and unearths a family secret hidden since the revolution. Oh, oh. uh-huh. Havana 19, Havana 1958, the daughter of a sugar baron, 19 year old Elisa Perez is part of Cuba's high society where she is largely sheltered from the country's growing political unrest until she embarks on a clandestine affair with a passionate revolutionary. Okay. You yeah. really like the intersection. <laughs> I'm going to, let me just see if I can Venn diagram it. There needs to be a war or some sort of military conflict. Yes. There needs to be some sort of oh wait you said another word that made me think of it um, clandestine yeah there, there needs to be some some element of of that for sure and mm -hmm. and there there needs to be something that's unearthed like i yes. guess that's the a secret. secret a secret there needs to be um there needs to be some degree of romance or i don't i don't I, yeah. heartache heartbreak all these things yeah i like i like all those things mm -hmm. that is everything i like that whole okay so the next one is 
here we go with my World War II, The German Heiress. Oh. It is by Anika Scott. It's an international bestseller. Um, I would have picked that out for you in a bookstore. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's here's just the beginning. Clara Falkenberg, once Germany's most eligible and lauded heiress, earned the nickname the Iron Fraulein during World War II for her role operating her family's ironworks empire. Mm. It's been nearly two years since the war ended, and she's left with nothing but a false identification card and a series of burning questions about her family's past. With nowhere else to run, she decides to return home and take refuge with her dear friend, Elisa. Burning, what was that, what was that phrase? Burning, burning questions. questions. You like burning questions too. Burning questions. And this is for readers. It says for readers of the Alice Network and the Lost Girls of Paris, an immersive heart pounding debut about a German heiress on the run in post-World War II Germany. Okay. I'm going to say Martha loved the Alice Network. Okay. Well, this then the the German heiress sounds like it might be. So I'm going to star her. this clearly. I'm going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, um, oh, but wait, there's more. Okay. I can't wait. Um, okay. The next one is, um, the next one is the Huntress by Kate Quinn. The Um, the German heiress and the Huntress. You also like books that end with ESS. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. The heiress. Um, it was also an instant New York times bestseller. Okay. Um, and this says from the author, oh, from the author of, oh, this is from the lady who wrote the Alice network. I just put that together. Even better. Okay. In the aftermath of war, the hunter becomes the hunted. (laughs) Bold and fearless, Nina Markova always dreamed of flying. When the Nazis attack the Soviet Union, she risks everything to join the legendary night witches, an all-female night bomber regiment wreaking havoc on the invading Germans. Mm -hmm. When she is stranded behind enemy lines, Nina becomes the prey of a lethal Nazi murderess known as the Huntress, and only (gasps) Nina's bravery and cunning will keep her alive. Oh, wow. You know, you also really like a brave protagonist. I do. You really like somebody with some courage, some grit, somebody in an unexpected circumstance who by sheer force of will and the strength of their character and their beliefs can get their, work their way out of that situation, which I would also say you actually kind of really like in real life as well. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's a quality that I like. Hey y'all, it's me taking a quick break to talk about FabFitFun, otherwise known as one of the most fun things that I get in the mail four times a year. It is no secret if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time that I am a product junkie. I love to try new products. I love to experiment with new products. I love to get new fashion items. I am a sucker for any kind of new product, which is why I love getting a little bit of happy in my mail these days. That's why I love FabFitFun. In the winter box recently, I just got the best Summer and Rose cozy short robe. I love it so much. I had needed a shorter robe that I could blow dry my hair in, but was still warm enough for the winter. It is perfect. I also got this Laura Geller eyeshadow palette that I'm a little bit obsessed with. It's got so many gorgeous colors that I can't wait to try. And this Tula skincare with under eye cooling balm that I already know I love. And I basically just got a new one for free thanks to my FabFitFun subscription. That's why I love it. You get so many great products that you've either tried or loved or that you want to try, but they all come in one great price box. I love that you get to try all these new things. I found everything from a new perfume I love to a painless hair remover to the softest house slippers ever from PJ Salvage. I love FabFitFun. It's time now to customize your box for the winter season. 
You can sign up today to receive your first box and join a community of over 1 million women who are already obsessed like I am. Use coupon code BIGBOO for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's code BIGBOO for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Thanks, FabFitFun, for all the fun and for sponsoring the Big Boo Cast. So that is, that was, so that's my last of the World War II. And then the last one that I thought about, um, and I had not realized, I kind of knew that she had a new book out, but I had forgotten, is This Secret Thing by Mary Beth Mayhew Whalen, um, who's actually a friend of ours. Um, oh, she, oh, that Mary yeah, Beth. Oh. Who wrote, yeah, who wrote When We Were, remember what was yes. it called? When We Were Worthy, which I really yes. loved. And so she has a new book. And so it's called This Secret Thing. Um, and it says, out of love, out of protection, out of fear, everyone has a reason to lie. Everyone in Raleigh, North Carolina is talking about Nora Ramsey, the single mother accused mm. of being a suburban madam. But Nora is not the only one keeping secrets. After her mother's arrest, Nora's teenage daughter, Violet, is devastated and alone. She has no one to turn to until her grandmother, Polly, arrives. Mm-hmm. But Polly is running from her own troubles. Okay. And I would say that also brings out a quality that you like in a book, which is when there's a generational element to that book. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. The shell seekers. It's that whole, it's that yeah, <laughs> goes I'm back so, to my roots. I'm so happy to know that Mary Beth has a new book. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I'd kind of, I kind of remembered that, but then, but it says scandal has brought each of them to a crossroads. Now mm-hmm. as they delve into Nora's secrets, they must come to terms with secrets of their own ones that still have the power to hurt or to heal. Well, then that and is a thus concludes the Melanie Schenkel book club book list for now that those are fantastic selections. I cannot Thank wait you. to order these for her. She, you know, I, again, I've said it before. You have never seen Martha Hudson lock in like she does when she gets into a book and, and mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you got to, I mean, yeah, you got to commit. And mm-hmm. so, and there's never been a better year to read books. Right. Um, I have not read nearly as many, but I would read any of these and be very excited about them. Okay. Well, I, listen, I can't wait. You've, you've done such a service and this is, this is what I'm doing after we finish recording is I'm going to get on Amazon mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and get this part of Christmas handled. And you know, what's going to happen is basically your Amazon is going to start looking like my Amazon. <laughs> I know. I and you're going to go try to find a book that you want to read. And you're going to be like, what is all this about World War II and secrets? Like, I was like, everything's got a secret. Okay. So we had a thing happen yesterday. I think it was yesterday where I went to the grocery store and was just running in to get a couple of things, but I was going down the aisle and I remembered that probably six or seven years ago, Alex used to love at Christmas time. He loved the Sierra Miss Cranberry Blast. And then, okay, yeah. and, and then they quit making it. And so he has sort of contented himself at the holidays with like the Sprite Cranberry. You know, that's like the special, that's the special soda treat during the holidays. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know, he likes it. But anyway, yesterday I was going down the aisle and I just looked up and I saw a two liter of Sierra Miss Cranberry Blast. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, it's back. Cause I think they quit making it for a while. Mm-hmm. So I brought it home. Well, he comes in the house yesterday and walks down to the kitchen and it's starting a sentence to me and he spies that Sierra Mist <laughs> cranberry blast on the counter mm-hmm. and just like has this visceral, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's back. 
So <gasps> it made me think like, that's a huge thing from his, I mean, to him, it's like something that he associates with Christmas from his childhood because, you know, we would get the Sierra Miss Cranberry Splash and it's, you know, kind of a hot pink color, which uh-huh. is only uh-huh. reserved for the finest of beverages. And, um, I, you know, he just always loved it. But his nostalgia, it was like instant nostalgia. And so it made me wonder if there's anything that Caroline is instantly nostalgic about for Christmas, because I'm going to tell you what happened here. He like said like two more words and then got out a glass, filled it with ice, opened the Sierra Mist cranberry splash and sampled it like it was a fine wine. Oh, God you know, bless like, him. Like, yes. Like, you know, like tasted it carefully. Yeah. Um, and was like, mm, it's not still the same. Hasn't changed mm, a bit. Yeah. So it's a very good vintage. It's a very good year for Sierra uh-huh. Miss Cranberry Splash. Uh-huh. So I was just, I don't know. I was like, what's Caroline's thing? You know, it's funny because you, I think for her, the thing that she tends to get most nostalgic about is if we're like flipping through and if we, through the TV, and if we see one of those like, um, I bet we watched Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas oh. and Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Yes, I love Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Oh, I mean, I bet we watched those. I mean, we'd watch them every single day, all during yeah. Christmas for years when she was little, like from the time she was like one all the way through. So like, even for me, like if I hear that music or I hear the whole thing or I hear Daisy and Minnie are about to have their ice skating war yes, or whatever. Yes, ice like, skating. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to watch it now. I know. And they're so cute. I mean, like they were, they were just so good, but there's, I mean, that anything like that, or like the Rudolph, which that's nostalgic for me. I mean, the old Rudolph with the little puppets and the dentist elf and the whole thing. But I think the things she gets the most nostalgic about are the shows, like anything that she remembers watching when she was little. But I mean, I don't think we watched anything more than we watched Mickey's twice upon a Christmas. I mean, I don't don't think we did either. It's so Mm -hmm. good. It is so good. And it's still, and we still watch it every year just because it's just, I think for both of us, it just brings back so many like sweet little memories. But I just think from the time she would like sit with her bottle and her little foodie pajamas watching Mm. it, you know, and just, I know. That's so. Well, you know, I I always think of Elf as being like a relatively recent Christmas movie, but it's what it's 15 years old at least now, right? Yeah, no, it came out. No, I think I saw the other day it came out in 2004. So like the kids were like a year old when it came out. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. When I hear the music for Elf, that for me is like a visceral, I don't know. It's a visceral connection to when Alex was little. Yep. Just, oh, golly. It's so good. I, I, I love it so much. And Elf was really the first, I mean, I know it's not like a grown-up movie, but it was kind of the first like real person movie that Caroline really watched. Same for got, Alex. First thing he really paid attention to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that it didn't matter that it wasn't animated or whatever. So I feel like those are ones we'll all watch. But, you know, thinking of movies, okay, so here's something, because I, I was thinking about nostalgia. So last night, Perry wasn't home and I was flipping through the channels and uh tootsie was on you know i love it it's so good it It really holds up but here's what i'm going to tell you makes me feel nostalgic and that they don't really do in movies but they used to back in the tootsie era so like kind of that early 80s type thing you never have like a movie anymore with like a soaring saxophone soundtrack in the middle no that's what listen that's kind of what we were talking about with travis on the Patreon episode last week, it's this whole 
the original music piece of a movie is something that I think, not that it's gone away forever, but it's yeah. not nearly as common as it used to be. Yes. You know, yes. like, and I know, like when you said that, I know exactly what you're talking about in Tootsie, the, yep. where that music was so completely a part of that movie that you couldn't separate the two. No. And it's mm -hmm. like, and now I feel like you'll get like, you know, now they love to do like a whole where everybody's having a sing along or you'll have like a try on clothes montage and they're playing some song, but you don't have just the, the beautiful, like composed piece. Right with that with like the and I was listening to it and I was like with the saxophones and like that makes me feel so nostalgic because that to me feels like that could have been any movie from that era of my childhood like right that you would watch and it would have that moment where somebody's walking down the New York street and the side the saxophone is going and it's a whole thing that defines the movie oh 100% yeah like you I, I love on the, golden the pond, the piano yes. in, on golden pond. Like you don't really have that anymore, which is, I feel like it's a lost art. Did you ever watch on Netflix this past year, or maybe it was last year. I don't remember marriage story with, yes. um, Oh yeah. Cause remember we talked about it. Remember oh, yeah. we said this, it was stupid, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just, I, I don't know. And somebody did point out after we talked about it, that he did have, of an affair you know like yes. she did have reason to be but That's you fair. still felt like they they had such affection for one another they just couldn't work it out yeah but the music in that that I think Randy Newman did the music for that and that was one uh -huh. of the first things I've watched in a long time where the music was so distinctive because it was original for for that and yeah. and it's so beautiful and so let's do more of that, everybody. Let's have yeah. let's have more original music for movies. I miss yes, I miss that. I really miss that. I so, do. Too. I agree. Yeah. Hey y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about KiwiCo. It is so hard to believe, but we have almost made it to the end of 2020, the year that we didn't know we would survive. All we have left is Christmas, and I think we know that's gonna look a little different this year. For me, that means that I do not want to go to the mall. We've all had to adapt to a lot of change this year and Christmas shopping is no different. But this year can be the beginning of something new. This holiday season is the perfect time to celebrate moments of wonder and discovery. With the KiwiCo hands-on science and art project, you'll give a gift that sparks curiosity and learning all year round. KiwiCo's seriously fun and innovative crates, you can share new discoveries with everyone on your holiday list. There is seriously something for every single age and interest group. One of the projects Caroline and I got was this speaker that we built. It was a fun project that we were able to do together. We were able to talk about it, laugh about it, talk about how we could make it, even though I'm not the best at doing stuff like that. But it was just a great way to spend time together. You can deliver the gift of wonder to everyone on your list with KiwiCo. KiwiCo designs hands-on projects and experiences that spark wonder. When a robot walks, a rocket launches, and a heartbeat beats into a stethoscope, these are the magical moments that inspire a lifetime of curiosity and learning. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. While they may be unable to go fun places for the holidays, they can get an awesome experience every month with KiwiCo. Everything they need is inside so they can get started right away. There's different crates for all ages, there's something for everyone on your list, and there's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel any time. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line 
with BigBoo at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code BigBoo. Thanks, KiwiCo. I ordered something for myself yesterday that I really felt like if you had been with me, you would have affirmed me and Mm. congratulated me and really made sure that I felt good about what I was doing. But I was looking on Instagram and last week you mentioned that you love the Instagram account, um, Lucky Peacock, the Lucky Peacock. Yes. Yes. And on her Instagram, I don't remember if it was on her story or if it was on, I think it was on her stories, but she mentioned something called a scalp massager shampoo brush. Okay. On Amazon. And uh-huh. I'm going to tell you that like, it was one of those things. I saw it and I was like, why don't I have one of those? I should have yeah. one of those. Yeah. I saw it and wondered about it. Yeah. So I clicked over to Amazon. It's about $6. Mm-hmm. I have ordered it. It is on its okay. way to me. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Feels, wait. This feels so good. This feels so right to me. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's a development that you're going to need. I feel like you're going to be, I feel like you're going to talk about your hair is more lustrous than ever. Well, I just, I thought, why not add that element? If you've got to wash your hair, why not have something that helps you? You know, like why not? Why, or, or, and why not massage your head when you do it? Because I love when I go get my hair done and, you know, and they do the whole scalp massage yeah. and neck massage. Why not add that to my day? 2020 has been hard. Yeah. Why, yeah. why not add a scalp massager to the, a, a shampoo situation? And, you know, I love the shampoo that, that Gully has changed oh, yeah. my life by telling me about the r and mm-hmm. um, Dallas Biotin Thickening Shampoo. And so I feel like this scalp massager is going to take even that and just, and, and you will, you will appreciate that this is the Amazon description, you know, Amazon descriptions bring me so much joy. Yes. It is the Vebley's hair scalp massager, shampoo brush, scalp brush for hair washing, upgraded head scrubber, soft silicone bristles for exfoliating and remove dandruff, <laughs> improve hair growth in green. That's so, that feels right. That feels. I bought it. It was six ninety nine. It was seven fifty five with tax, and I mm-hmm. feel like that's going to be money well spent. I I one hundred percent. I affirm this purchase. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be really smart. I feel like at some point we're going to hear later that one of your favorite things is your scalp massager shampoo I brush. I think that could be accurate. I'm so excited mm-hmm. about it. That is so, very exciting. But I think honestly, like I don't know that anything in 2020. In terms of the stuff that I can control, I, yes. I don't know that anything has changed more than my hair regimen. Okay. I feel like there's been, there've been some changes, you know, uh-huh. from my shampoo and conditioner that Gully told me about. Yeah. Um, my hair plumper by Lonza that I love a lot. Now I've got a scalp massager. Yeah. Um, I got a new good brush back kind of in the middle of quarantine. Uh-huh. I, I feel like my hair has really benefited from this, you know, extra extra time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this time. Well, and I think your hair is a thing even. So I went and had my hair colored this week and, or last week, and she made the comment. She said, Oh, I'm trying this new product on you. This is a new line and 
whatever. And she said, you know, I think everybody's hair gets used to something. So we like to keep yes. it. We like to change it up because that's why I carry a lot of different brands. And I appreciate that because I, you know, I just, cause I've used my pros hair mask this year, which mm -hmm. I've loved. Oh yes. It's delightful. The, and the, you know, I love the pros dry shampoo and I have also really, really grown to love the living proof dry shampoo that I resisted yes. for some time, but I should have listened to you because I know. I yeah. have the big bottle of it now. Like I'm not messing around. It's really no, good. You, you can't. Well, you know, so I did my, I had to do a little hair tutorial video yesterday. That's going to be part of our compassion live show. Yes. Um, but that was, I mean, that was one of my, I mean, I had my cast of characters and it's one of my starring characters yeah, is the living proof dry shampoo. Yeah. I feel like honestly, you telling me about that and then really, I cannot say enough for people who have fine thin hair gully's recommendation of that r and co and it was and it listen it's more than i've ever spent on shampoo and conditioner mm -hmm. it was on sale on amazon during prime days which was great but it's really really good mm -hmm. I, and i was even i was reading some magazine not too long ago and i don't know i can't even remember the person but it was the product they used to do somebody's hair oh you know it was like okay. in the picture credits so Anyway, it's even my friend Meredith, like Meredith was like, she texted Gully and I, cause she listens to the podcast and she was like, listen, Gully, that shampoo is a game changer. I mean, it's, I feel like for fine haired, you know, girls, it's, it's been, a, it's been a total, total well, blessing in their life. I ordered it. She's not going to listen to this. So it won't matter, but I ordered some for my sister for Christmas. I have oh, never, okay. I have never given shampoo as a gift in my life, Yeah, but we have the same kind of hair. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, mm -hmm. I can't listen. You cannot hide no. your light under a bushel. You've got to, <laughs> you you've can't. got to share the blessings when, 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 when you know about them. So that's right. I, you got to right. pass it on, pay it forward. Yeah. I got some for my sister. It's okay. great. Yeah, it really, yeah, it really is. Okay. Well, look at us. Mm -hmm. Look at us. Who'd have thought it? Look at us. Who'd have thought? Uh -huh. Who'd have thought? Um, okay. So I do want to, I do want to clarify about this Compassion Live show. And this is maybe the most Melanie and me thing ever. <laughs> so we did a Compassion Live show in the summer and it was one of our favorite things this year. Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah. It was so fun. It really was. We had the best time. It was, it was so fun. And it was, as my mom would say, it was just silly. It was just silly. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. it was, we <laughs> just had the best time. And so we were so excited to do it again this year to do one in, in this coming up weekend on mm -hmm. Saturday. And so I, but then I got COVID and as I don't know if y'all know that, but I had COVID. Um, but I missed like the day we were supposed to announce it because I had fever, you know, it was laid up in the mm -hmm. recliner. And then, so I mentioned it a time or two and you mentioned it a time or two. Yeah. And then I mentioned it this past weekend and um, come to find out we had the wrong link for people. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. We were directing people to a, a page not found, which... Mm -hmm doesn't feel surprising doesn't no mm. not really not really so i'm going to put the correct link for that in the show notes the one that actually works melanie would you like to tell people what the the things you can do well would you like to tell people how you can attend said live show yes i will tell you so it's this saturday night december 19th it's at seven o'clock 
Um, if you're like, I have a big, huge party to go to on Saturday night, number one, where do you live? Because I would like to go to a big, huge party. Number two, uh, if you can't watch it then because you have other things going on, you can always watch it later. You'll, you'll get the link so you can watch mm -hmm. it not live, but you can watch it later. So here are the different options. So the reason we partner with Compassion is because Compassion hasn't been able to do their live shows this year, which is how they get kids sponsored, which is the whole mission of Compassion mm -hmm. is to release children from poverty. So you can sponsor a child. If you sponsor a child, which is one of the best things, I think Sophie and I both agree, one of the yes. best things we've ever done for our families is to sponsor Compassion Children. Um, you can sponsor a child. That gets you a ticket to the show. Right. Um, if you're like, well, I already sponsored a child back in July to be part of that show, then you can um, direct message um, Retha, which we'll put that in the show notes mm -hmm. as well. Um, and let her know that and she'll send you a special code so that you can attend this show since right. you've already sponsored a child. Um, if you don't want to do either of those things, then you can also buy just a ticket for the show um, and just attend that way. You can buy your ticket that gets you access to the show. Um, and we'll put that link up as well where you can just buy a ticket and that money also benefits compassion. Yeah. It just doesn't go directly to child sponsorship, but it does help them with their overall cost of all the different things that they do. Um, so those, there are three ways that you can have access to the show on Saturday night. Yes. And I think what a great thing to do at Christmas time. And yeah. what a great thing if you feel like, you know, we've kind of overdone it with the toys this year, or you think I want to do something meaningful for my kids. I think a great thing to connect them to and with, or a great way to connect them to something meaningful is with compassion child sponsorship, because they can write letters back and forth to the child you sponsor. And it can yeah. be a relationship that is ongoing throughout their lives. It's really special. And it's not, it's not a symbolic sponsorship. It's not just, yeah. like, well, you're sending $38 a month and it just helps children in general. It is really a one-to-one -one relationship where you have connection to and relationship with that child. And it's um, a great thing, I think, to expose your kids to. And it's really meaningful for the whole family. Yeah, it really is. And I, you know, two of the girls that Caroline, that we sponsor as a family are Caroline's age, which I did that intentionally. Mm -hmm. um, kind of when Caroline was, I guess, in kindergarten, because that's when I first really started partnering with Compassion. Um, but now they're Caroline's age, like I said. So it's so it's been so fun to see the progression of like, they used to send me and it was like a drawn picture, you know, of something. And then it was like, how are you? you know, whatever. And now it's like, they're like, this is my plan. I hope to attend university. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like you're, we followed them into adulthood. And so right. it's, it's just, I don't know. It's so rewarding to see the difference that compassion has made in their life, which is why you and I both believe in it so much. We do. So we're going to have some laughs and some fun. Yeah. And you've got a weed a Wednesday. I've got a weed a Wednesday. I've that, got a hair tutorial. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. much everything you would come to expect. It's going to be very on brand. Yeah. And we're going to put the correct link in the show notes and yeah. not the wrong link that we have previously shared. That's right. Imagine that. Okay. So are you ready for five favorites? I am ready. I can't wait to hear. Um, I'm going to kick off five favorites. This is not a new thing, but man, oh man, have I been so happy that I could smell it this year because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't really know with the, the COVID, how's my smell going to do? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's back. And my first thing is the Bath and Body Works Fresh Balsam candles. I've mentioned these to you before. 
Yes. And listen, I love like the fur and firewood candles by um, Capri Blue. There are a lot of great Christmas candles, but this fresh balsam, as people who live in a house where we don't have a live tree, it Uh just like, it smells like we have a live tree and I have candles. We have wallflowers. It's just, it's such a great, refreshing, not sweet, not vanilla-y. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a great Christmas scent. It doesn't smell like a sugar cookie, which is fine. That's a that's yeah. a great Christmas scent, too. But it just smells clean and mm-hmm. outdoorsy, and I love it so much. It's so, so good. You know what? Well, I was in Bath & Body Works. I went in there uh, a couple of days ago. Well, last week, whenever I texted you. And I was going to go to get the sweater weather, but then when I smelled the fresh balsam and they had a sale that day where they, each of those candles was $6 a piece. And so Stop. I got $6 each. So I got four of them because I fell in love with that fresh balsam fur. And I think it's been burning in our house ever since. I love it so much. Isn't it good? Like, yeah, it's, it's so good. It smells like Christmas, but it doesn't, it doesn't get cloying or it's not too strong. I just really love it. And I don't like a candle. This is just me. I know some people like a sugar cookie smell or whatever, but I don't like a candle that smells like food. (laughs) I I just don't. It makes me hungry. (laughs) The old beef stroganoff candle. Not a hit with the shankles. No, it's not really. I I hate a spaghetti and meatball candle. It just. Yeah. I, but I know what you're saying. I don't want a candle that smells like a lemon meringue pie. I want, then I'm, then I'm going to want to make a lemon meringue pie. That's it. Yeah. All right. My second thing is um, a newish product to me. And it actually came my way because of Fat Fit Fun. I, I, did, I wouldn't have known about it otherwise, but it was in my last five fit fun box. And I was kind of like, Oh, I'm always happy to try one of these. Cause it, it's the Alginist eye renewal balm. Mm. It's an under eye cream. We've talked a little bit about that, about wanting to pay more attention to our under eye area. Yes. Yes. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I looked it up on Sephora and it is $68, which Ooh. I'm not saying, listen, if you need an eye cream, you can <laughs> freedom with what you feel compelled to spend. But I thought, well, in that sense, that five fit fun box really does pay for itself because mm-hmm. yeah, because it's a full size container of this um, alginist eye renewal balm. But here's what, what, what I think you will appreciate, appreciate about it. And I don't know if you've tried it yet or not, but it's a very creamy texture, but it's not hearty. I mean, mm. sorry, it's not heavy. And then you have me thinking about food hearty. Um, it's not heavy, but it, like you put it on and you're kind of like, Oh, whatever. And then it starts to tingle a little bit, Oh, oh, which, you know, is a sign that it's working and it has vitamin C in it, which is probably why I like it. Cause that, that tends to be an ingredient that, that I'm drawn to in creams yes. and balms and whatnot. Um, it's also vegan. If that's something that is important to you in your skincare um, products, but it doesn't have a scent. Like it, there's just, it, it's not overpowering in any way. But man, do I like the way it makes that area feel, particularly right now when my skin feels so dry every morning when I wake up. So, okay. That's exciting. Okay. That's a good, that is a good development. Mm -hmm. I I agree. Uh, My third thing, my third favorite is Mindy Kaling's ring finger because, Oh. (laughs) oh, she had a post on Instagram last week. Uh huh. 
where she had on her left hand a diamond ring and a uh -huh. band. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know Mindy Kaling. I don't know. I have, I'm in no way deserving of being privy to her personal business. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But I told Melanie if, and I don't know what the situation is with her and BJ Novak. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. None of us know. I mean, no, it's nobody knows. But if she is married and she is married to somebody other than BJ Novak, uh -huh. she has straight trolled us for several years. I mean, yeah. like, but I'm so curious. I, yep. I don't have any way to find out, but I've thought about it a good bit. Yeah, it's, it's really intriguing to me because you don't know, you know, now she has two kids. Um, we know, here's what we know. We know she and BJ Novak were quarantining together. Mm -hmm. So it feels like if you were married to or engaged to and or pregnant with somebody else's child, maybe your former love interest wouldn't be living with you. That feels like it could be awkward, you know? I'm just, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it did, it did certainly make me I don't I hope I hope she is happy regardless but yes. should she be happily married to BJ Novak I wouldn't be sad about it no I would but I would want to know more about it that's, well, for that's sure. the book I really want to read that's for the sure. you want to talk about the book you want to read it's that one the next thing I'm going to take it back to 2006 and I'm going to tell you that right now I'm really enjoying some old navy sweaters okay Here's that. There are a couple of reasons why. One is they have had several sweater options that were more of a tunic length uh -huh. this this season. Yeah. And as somebody who has no need for a crop sweater, uh, that has been delightful because you can wear. I mean, they're just so much better because you can wear them with leggings. You can wear them, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. I just I like a tunic length sweater. And then yeah. the other thing, and this just dawned on me actually last night is a lot of the old Navy sweaters have a high percentage of cotton in them. Yes. And I don't know, maybe it's not just for people who are at our particular stage of life. I don't need a lot of acrylic. I don't need a lot of tricky uh -huh. fabrics in my sweaters because I'm just going to be hot. Yeah. So a sweater with a high percentage of cotton in it is, is a real relief all the way around. Yeah. So, yeah. but just like if you need some, you know, basic sweaters and then of course it's old Navy. So whatever price you see, you're going to get 40% off if you type well, yeah. in some code. So Always. I've just, in, I've, I've kind of returned to my old Navy sweater heritage. I feel like a little yeah. bit this year. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find longer sweaters and it's hard to find sweaters with a lot of cotton in them. So Okay. I feel like they have really killed their coat game this year as well. Yes. I would like to give them a shout out for that. Like it's been a long time since really old Navy for years. I've kind of been like, eh, like I'll pick up something here or there, but I feel like their sweaters have been good and their coats have been mm -hmm. so good. I and I got a, like a kind of a plaid blazer from there that is so comfortable. It's the best length. It feels so well made. And there again, it was like $59.99, but 40% off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like they have, they have stopped and maybe, I mean, not that they've stopped, but there's more stuff geared toward women than there is geared toward teenagers now for a long, yeah. there was a, a little time period in there where it felt like it really skewed teenagery. Uh -huh. Maybe since all the teenagers have moved to Irvine um, yeah. 
or wherever teenagers are buying clothes. Right? Yeah. But a lot of it feels like these are clothes for grown women. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, and I think here's, I think for a retailer, especially a clothing retailer, I think it behooves you to stay in your lane. Yeah. Like, you know, don't try to get tricky because I think teenagers are going to shop where they're going to shop. And right now, like you said, they're all into urban and like boutiques and that kind of stuff. And so it's like, you need to cater to, and we're the ones that have the money. Right. We're going to buy the sweaters. So, yeah. but anyway, I've just been kind of pleasantly surprised and I don't even know what led me back there, like why I went and looked on their website, Mm -hmm. but I was so happy just with the selection of, because I like a good sweater, you know, I'm, I'm much more likely to wear sweaters than to, to wear a big coat every day, you know, because I just essentially need to get from my car into the school building. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's, they've got some, some good options there. And then here's my last thing is something that's relatively new to me, but I love it so much. And I think it's so beautiful and it's called Sanctuary Project jewelry it is jewelry that is made by survivors of abuse and addiction and trafficking and they have the most beautiful simple but wearable pieces of jewelry Mm -hmm. and there is one thing in particular i think it's called the link breaker necklace which is a great short necklace like if you're trying to layer but then you can also take it and wrap it around your wrist and it makes the most beautiful bracelet um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. their stuff is, some of it's dainty, but it, it's, um, it's just simple and beautiful and the kind of stuff that you would want to wear every day, you know, and, um, I just, I love it. And so we will link to their website and, um, I noticed last night, several things on their website are on sale and then you can get oh. an additional 25% off if you use the code SANC, S-A-N-C-2-5. So, and I'll put that in the show notes too, but, uh, I just, I love it so much. I'm not a huge jewelry person other than earrings. I just, I don't, I don't look at jewelry a whole lot, but so much of their stuff. I was like, I'd wear that. I'd wear that. I'd wear that. I'd wear that. So. Okay. Okay. That's, those are great favorites. I love all of those. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. So good. They're so, so good. So. That's it for this week. We have, no, we have two more episodes in 2020. We just have next week and then we'll be off a week and then we'll come back for the last week of 2020. Yeah. The last week of 2020. Oh, Oh, goodness gracious. That sounds all right to me. Yes. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. We'll see you later. good to me. Although I will say I have tried to, I've tried to think about positive things from this year because I hate to just throw a year in the garbage and there have been positive things for this year. We're oh. actually going to talk about some of that on the, um, on the compassion live show, but good grief. It has really outdone itself in a lot of ways. And so fresh starts are great all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good to get to the end of a year and just to reflect on what was good. I'm going to tell you, you know, who killed it this year, Taylor Swift. Oh, did she ever? I mean, she's like the Shakespeare of our time. She's just getting stuff done in a pandemic. I mean, she's like, oh, by the way, I have another album of all these songs. (laughs) And I did think, I thought Taylor wrote, apparently, during a pandemic, the way that we podcasted. Yes, she did. Like, just constantly, just Mm -hmm. all the time. So, she's she's brilliant. Yeah, truly. Stinking brilliant. So, yay, Taylor. 
Yeah. All right, everybody. Okay. Well, we will see y'all next week. Well, some of y'all will see this Saturday night at the Compassion yeah. Live show with the correct link in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> but if we don't Imagine see you that. there, we'll see you next week. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. The Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus creator meetups, networking and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com.